Hello. Hello. I can barely hear our music. Oh, I can hear it very loud. Oh, oh there it is. Yes, your, your thing was turned down. Um, we don't want it to be too loud so that... No, it, uh, I, I don't, but it was just like, you, I saw you turn it down, and I was like, no, <laughs> stop it. Yes. But someone's been tampering with the headphones. Yes. <laughs> so, this is... Okay, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. This is We, we like, like Stuff, stuff and, and So Should You, you. Uh, a show where we have really loud backgrounds. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sometimes oh, the background music just changes while, you, while you're listening. Maybe it will later. It did, I was trying to change it, and I didn't want to be too aggressive, so it probably didn't sound different. That's fair. But yeah, I'm Brenny. This is the lovely. Oh. Go ahead. That was nice. The lovely Melissa. Yes. <laughs> that is me. And um, this is a show where we talk about things that we like. And hopefully, if you enjoy what we have to say, you will check those things out as well. Yeah. Because um, what's the point of listening if you don't like things? True. What's. Yeah. If you don't like things, then what are you? Not human. We're definitely in We definitely are. We're absolutely human. There is no reason to think here nor there about us being human. We are not? No, we are. Yes, there's no reason to believe we are not. I see. Yes. A common verbal mistake for a human language. Classic human. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But Um, yeah, humans definitely like things. Exactly. <laughs> right? For sure. Yeah, totally. Um, so we're here to talk about some of those very human things that we like. Yeah. What is a small or little like? That's a, a funny thing to say because it starts with L's, a very classic human thing. What's a, li- <laughs> a, a little like that you like? Ugh. Wow. I don't know if I like this bit I was anymore. about to. I was going to do the whole hour like this. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, my little like of the day is dice. Mm. I like some, me some dice. Somebody went to Meeple Mart. Yes, I did go to Meeple Mart in Toronto on Sunday, which was yesterday. Feels <laughs> like a year ago. Yes. Because of how much we suffered since then. Um, just as a aside. Um, it is not real life suffering, although it sometimes trickles through as we were playing D&D yesterday for uh, many an hour. I, I think it was seven hours. It was quite a lot of hours. Because it was like three, three to twelve. No, that's longer. Eh. Oh, okay. It's like nine. Whatever. Whatever. All right. We played D&D for a while and um, we're playing this really spooky campaign. So, you know, obviously it's going to be a hard thing. So, but yeah, that was... It was fun, though. Um, but before that, we went to Meeple Mart in Toronto, and I got some new dice. I got four sets of new dice, which I really do not need. But I really like collecting dice and having dice that um, really sort of reflect or, you know, are similar to the character that you're playing. Represent. Yeah, I think it's a fun thing to have. And, um, yes, we're talking about specifically Dungeons Dice for Dungeons & Dragons, a seven set of polyhedral dice. Um, is this your is this your thing you're talking about? What's going on? No, I just 
had a bit of other things to say about it. I see. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, I guess my thing is, I don't know, I was trying to think about it. And I think my thing, unfortunately, is this very awkward weather we're having. That's the thing you like? Yeah, because I do like it. I do like spring and like that that awkward, like, it's kind of cold, but you still need a sweater. That's like the best weather. Um, I'm admitting that it's awkward because it shouldn't be this warm right after February. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, do love this, like, very, like, it's cold out, but you might need a jacket. But you could just, if you wear a thick enough sweater, which I am, and it's a, it's a mistake to wear in the studio. Um, like, you can make it and you still have, like, just not, not having to wear a jacket. It, it's like a childhood. It's, it's like the way I think about not having to wear a jacket. It's like when you're a child and you were forced to wear a jacket, you were like in prison because you had le- less mobility. You couldn't do a lot. You had to always carry the jacket around. If you took it off, it sucks. Yeah. So as soon as you don't have to wear a jacket, you're just like, you're free. Yes. But let me propose this mm-hmm. fall, an infinitely better season with the same exact properties of only being able to wear a sweater outside. Correct. I, it wasn't spring specifically. It was the weather. Okay. You did say that you liked the spring. Uh, I, I meant the spring weather that's happening because it's yes, I it feel is, like, it's the opposite of yes. fall, but you're right. It is fall. Fall is better. Fall but is... But, like, I'll take what I can get. Fall is less wet, which yeah. I enjoy because I do not like the wetness especially right now because of the rain and the melting snow it's very wet everywhere and there's puddles and there's probably going to be ice tomorrow and i don't like that very much Mm -hmm. um but this isn't a show about things that i do not like um yeah so speaking of things we do like it's my turn to go first wow way to burn like just 10 minutes (laughs) <laughs> Classic. Um, so yeah, I last week I I started talking about magic and we didn't really have enough time. Magic the Gathering, and then I was like, yeah, we'll continue this and I'll continue talking about like the lore of it rather than just the game. Um, I have a presentation that I have to do at seven, um, so I worked on that instead of reading the lore to tell to disseminate the information like in a much better way. So I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Just so everybody is aware. Um, my first thing, though, um, is an anime show called Samurai Champloo. It's very good. I've never showed this one to you, have I? Mm-mm. I've definitely heard about it before, but I can't Brother, remember. It is so good. So, um, Samurai Champloo, the it's it, it's it's set in like the like the Edo period or the Edo area of uh, feudal Japan. I, I believe the, the what this is telling me it's the the 1600s to like the the late 1800s um but it has a it has a very specific like hip hop style of setting the way everything is kind of portrayed all the music for it even like some of the movements and and the way like things kick off to the beat um it's very it it very follow, very much follows that style um the show itself, you, the first episode, you, you get this introduction of these three different characters. Um, you get Fu, uh, uh, this woman that works at a, like a little tea shop, and she's, I'm pretty sure she's an orphan, um, and that's kind of like how the whole thing starts off. She's, she's an orphan, she works at this tea shop, there were these people um, kind of took her in. And being in this era of like 
not poverty in general, but like poverty is relatively amplified. Like if you take somebody in, it's like this literally another mouth to feed, mm-hmm. which it's it's fairly the same like nowadays. But it's I feel like it's the severity was like, oh, you'll like you might starve a couple of days versus like you're going to die. Mm-hmm. Like it was almost more immediate, which, you know. Um, so, yeah, she was taken into this tea house. She worked there, but she's like this clumsy um, girl. So she's like messing up all the time. And the, the people are like very like they're on edge with her. Um, and you're introduced to this uh, swordsman named Mugen. Um, super like the, the, the best iteration of or description of a vagrant. Um, he's kind of like he's a wandering, basically samurai, but he he has no hard pressed style of of um, sword, swordsmanship, mm-hmm. um, and that's it's almost why he is so good at at, at being uh, like a, a swords fighter or like calling him a samurai is like the wrong term, but um, at a swords fighter he is so erratic and he is so um spontaneous with his movements it's you can't you can't really track him you can't predict where he's going and therefore like you can't really block him you like and he's he's and he's confident about that he he's he's almost generally looking for stronger people to fight and when people start to back down he's like i don't care about this anymore and he kind of moves on um so he uh, he ends up in this tea shop and fu um spills tea on these like jerk hole idiot people that like it's like the son and his uh, cronies of some pol- political leader in this village or whatever um and like he's like it's 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 very he's very crude he's like he just has women like with him while they're like in this tea shop he's like touching them and whatnot and it's just like nobody can do anything and like hopefully they are okay relatively okay being there for what it's worth i don't know there's there's no saving that um so she spills this tea and they get very like aggressive and they're like oh like you need to pay for this and she's all like oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry we'll get you like free tea we'll get you free food and he's like no i want some of your fingers like you don't need your fingers and it gets very aggressive and very violent um that's spooky yeah uh, and they were causing kind of like a ruckus before so mugen when he came into the tea shop he noticed them and it was like hey if you because he has no money as per usual as for like vagrants of that nature so he was like hey those guys are like look like jerks I'll get rid of them for you if you give me food and she's like I can't do that I don't I can't pay for that um, so when she's in this position they like have her like face down her hand is splayed out and the knife is right like the sword is right beside it she screams out a hundred dumplings and he like stands up and he's like man Apparently, you guys, all three of your guys' life are worth a hundred dumplings. That's not much. And he kills them all. And it's, it's such this, like, violent story, and it's so great. Um, you're introduced to this other character named Jean. Um, sounds like Jean, and, I, like, or, and like, like jeans, like the pants. But uh, it's X-I? No, it's J-I-N. Oh. I, I, that's what I thought, too. I was very confused when I first watched this. It was, like, ten years ago when I first watched this. Yeah. That's like Julie and yeah. <laughs> Avatar, whose name is spelled X-I. Yeah, it's yeah. very good. So, so this, uh, so Jean, um, he's very much a traditional samurai. Everything is cold calculated. He does not make a move if he doesn't want to, um, and if he does, he's cutting something. Like there's no, there's no like flailing about like Mugen is. Um, his introduction, he is basically. 
um, kind of harassed by these politicians. Like this higher up, he's like stealing money from the poor. It's clear as day, um, and he just refuses to pay. Um, and this politician has like the best samurai in town that money can buy, and Jean just destroys them all very quickly. And he takes the money that um, the politician was t- uh, was stealing from everyone, but he doesn't give it back. So it's like he's very selfish as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's you know they're not bad; they're just not good. Mugen hears hears about this from the guy he's killing in this tea house, um, and. The guy's like, don't you know who my father is? He, he has the best samurai in the in the in the whole land. And Mugen's like, sick. Where are they? I I want to fight them. I gotta I gotta see it. Um, and then that's how they all get together. The 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 politicians like they lock they they end up like burning down the tea house. They lock they they Jean and and Mugen fight and they th- this whole situation kind of coalesces. They're about to be like. Um, what is that word? Executed. Because they're like, oh, you caused all this ruckus, you killed my family, you dishonored me, and all this nonsense. Public execution. Um, Fu taking this opportunity, uh, the people at the tea house were like, this is insane. Also, you apparently knew this guy. We can't afford this. We can't afford you anymore. Sorry. Um, So she took this opportunity, busted those guys out, um, and was like, hey, before you guys kill each other, because you clearly are about to do that, I'll pay. I'll do my best to pay you if you're going to be my bodyguards. I'm looking for the samurai that smells of sunflowers. Oh yeah, I have heard about this before. Mm-hmm. And that's how that that's that's all in the first episode. And it's cutting back, and every time it cuts between, it's like a very hip hop style vibe. It's it's very unique. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've heard really good things about it. But... Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's how the show starts. That's the first episode in a nutshell. And clearly, if you watch it, like I didn't ruin it. I promise you, the way the action lays out, the way it cuts between the different characters, mm-hmm. it's it's a very well made show. I believe either the director or the producer or something of that nature. Actually, I can I have I have the information in front of me. Um. Uh, it's uh, Shinichiro's uh, uh, Watanabe's other work. He he worked on Cowboy Bebop, which is another anime high tier. It's usually well praised. I haven't watched it in like fifteen years, so it's like I don't know how I, I got to really rewatch that. Um, but yeah, no Samurai Champloo. I think it has twenty six episodes. Every episode is like there's no filler. It's all like not nonstop action necessarily, but it's there's so much. Um, what is that word? Depth? Nope. It's so dense. Every episode is so dense, and it, it's just the way it's presented. It's so fascinating and so cool to to kind of sit down and, and kind of watch. Um, yeah, this seems like something I gotta well, sit it, down for. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's not on any streaming service that we have because I think it's on. It's probably on Crunchyroll, but we just don't have Crunchyroll. I think Tristan does. I think he was supposed to give us that, and then he just never did. But like, I think we're stealing his Amazon Prime. I can't remember. No, that's no, right. you have Amazon Prime. What are we yeah. stealing from Tristan? We were stealing Crave, but then he That's doesn't it. have that anymore. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyways. It doesn't matter. But yeah, no. Um, Samurai Shampoo is really great. I'm always a fan of the dubs if they are good. And in this show, they are done really well. In a lot of um, animated shows, the character, sorry, the voice actor that plays uh, Mugen um, is generally the same voice actor that plays Wolverine a lot in just random animated shows, which is really great. Um but all the characters are great, and even all the new characters that you meet, like, nobody seems like like they just threw them in. Everything is very well produced in this in this show. Um, this one... So, the, the one thing I was going to show... Um, I was just going to sh- play the intro song 
uh, just to kind of showcase everything. And I, I do apologize. I'm taking up a lot of time, but my second thing is not going to be a lot. Um, That's okay. So, yeah, I'm just going to play the full intro, um, the full song, um, and go from there. And, yeah, just have a listen. It's uh, the Samurai Shampoo full, uh, full intro. I can't remember what the song is called. I'll, I'll look it up and let you know right after it. So here we go. That uh, was Battle Cry by Nujibes. Um And alongside, the, the last thing I'm going to kind of uh, add in here, alongside a, a lot of the, the other themes that I was talking about and everything of that nature, um, the music is just really, really great. Um, they have uh, Nujibes who passed away, I believe, in 2010, unfortunately, but he's still, like, his music is still available to listen to. It's really great. Um, mm-hmm. I'm probably pronouncing this incorrectly, but um, there's another artist, uh, Suchi. It's T S U T. C-H-I-E. Um, there's Fat John, uh, which is another artist. When I was looking at music for this, like, 10 years ago when I got really got into this, I was really excited, so I was listening to a bunch. And then there's the group Force of Nature. Um, all their music are really good. There's another good song called, um, I think it was, like, Way of a Thousand Drums. And when they play that song, it's just, it's just a drum solo for, like, four minutes. But the scene that they have that song in, it's... Like you're gonna like you're you're like crushed under the weight of the tension of what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, Samurai Champloo. It's it's an unbelievably great uh, anime, and it's absolutely bonkers. And everyone should watch it. And I'm I'm almost glad that it wasn't like redone in any way. But it it needs to be revisited at mm-hmm. least. Um, but yeah, cool. What's your first thing? Um, my first thing is. Um, a musician slash band, um, which I cannot believe I have not talked about yet, and that is Big Thief. <gasps> of course. Yes, Big Thief is probably my favorite band. Um, they are this great little, um, well, not little. <laughs> um, I don't know. I what's my phone doing now? Oh my god. Um. They are this band with the... Oh my god, my phone is being very silly. And That's alright. 
I talked a lot. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I know so much about them, but also, like, I'm afraid to say things that are wrong. Yeah, incorrectly. Well, describe how they make you feel. Okay, there you Um, go. Okay. So, yeah, Big Thief is an American indie rock band um, from New York. Which is the thing I was trying to figure out. Mm, I got um, The members are Adrian Lenker, who um, is incredible and is going to be probably the focus of this t- talk <laughs> about things. Um, also, the band has members Buck Meek, Max Olerchik, and James Krivchenia. Let me see. Kri- Kri- I don't know. I think you did a good job. Thank you. I'm not going to attempt that. All four members of Big Thief attended Berklee College of Music and only formed as a group after they had graduated. Um, I think uh, um, I'm having a hard time deciding how to start to talk about this because honestly, Big Thief is like really important to me. So like I'm trying to make sure I like give them like a lot of like that I explain it well. Yeah. But basically, their music is um, incredible. It's super emotional. Um, it's super emotional, but also so detailed and intricate in the way that all of the instruments come together. Um, it's incredible to listen to it. Some of the songs have like these wild time signatures that change throughout. Yeah. Um, Adrian's Lenker, Adrian Lenker's voice is very like haunting and somber, but also really beautiful. Um, Good I, word. Descri- good description. Holy jeez. Thank you. Um, I have seen Big Thief two times. Um, the first time I saw them um, was a while ago. I think it was in, I want to say... Was it three years ago? It's probably two or three. Probably three years ago. Yeah. Um, and that was a really incredible experience i actually got to meet adrian lenker after the show and we chatted for a little bit not very long but um it was really nice to be able to meet her and know that she was super down to earth um and great and that was kind of before i had really like at that point i had liked big thief enough to be like yes i want to go see them live but i wasn't like super super into them Mm -hmm. as i am now um but i feel like a lot of bands that i've seen live if they do a really good performance, it kind of makes me enjoy their music even more because you see them create it live. It yeah. makes it like kind of makes your excitement and infatuation with them grow even more. Um, but yeah, and the second time we saw them was just last year um, after their new albums that came out both last year. Or, I forgot that it was, yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, so let me just double check that because I don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, so both of them came out last year. There's UFOF and then Two Hands. Both came out in the same year, which is wild because they're both incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw the show that was after um, Two Hands. So both of those records were out. And... Um, yeah, and the second time we saw them was almost like this, it was almost like a dream watching them play because they did not talk the entire time. They did not stop in between songs. It was like this dream sequence in which one song led to the other with Adrian Lenker sort of leading this 
dream band um, in this, um, yeah, I want to say like she was leading the charge, but it's not that dramatic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's literally, it's it's literally an incredible experience to see them perform, and we've also seen um, Adrian Lenker perform as her solo act once as well, and that was also really amazing. Um, it was mm-hmm. at the Great Hall in Toronto, and just was the that lighting. the one where she well they were in the like center. Yeah. Yeah, there's the and like, well, no, and like there was the like the balcony. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it was just like a great venue. The Great Hall is really great for that, and the lighting was perfect. And Adrian Lenker was perfect. And I've never seen someone tune a guitar so many times mm. in a show. Like every song has a different guitar tuning. It's like really all the songs are so like incredibly unique and have their own like little flavor to them. Obviously, they have a similar sound, but they're all like so incredible um i don't know how many times i can say incredible we'll talk about this but you know um yeah so i really really enjoy them um seeing them live or listening to their um, albums both great experiences um but i found this article that i had read like a couple years ago um when i was first like really getting into them and it really made me appreciate sort of adrian lenker even more because she has this really interesting past um so she was homeschooled when she was younger and her father was kind of her first music teacher and this is um an article from npr and it's called the lore of big thief so it's kind of fun um that's cool (laughs) yeah um yeah so she like her father encouraged her towards a music career and she took to it eagerly. She was arranged um, professional sessions with professional session players. Um, they taught her the craft. Um, she didn't go to high school and truly viewed their time in education, um, or truly enjoyed this time um, as, um, like, as a musician I, you know uh, like as just the experience of like learning and becoming yeah yeah um but i think the really cool thing about it is that sorry just give me one second that's okay <laughs> just give me one second i just want to make sure Something is correct here. Then I'll be ready to go, 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 go. I mean, you're filling the space. I feel like you should talk about something. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so basically from a young age, she was really involved in music. Um, her father was putting what money he could towards her musical career and she really felt the pressure um, and eventually she decided that she wanted to go to college Um, this caused a bit of a rift with her father but he helped her apply to a five week summer program at Berklee College of Music in Boston so before this she was really pursuing a music career but didn't go to high school she was homeschooled and doing music a lot throughout her childhood Mm. um and she got into the five-week music program at Berkeley. She didn't have money to attend the college full-time, but while she was at the summer program, her guitar teacher arranged a meeting with the dean of admissions, and he expected a discussion, but she brought her guitar and played him her songs. He was Yo. floored, um, and 
What a flex. He knew that Susan Tedeschi, the famed singer, had been tasked with helping to find a student for a Berkeley scholarship, that, um, and that student would become Lanker. So basically they heard Lanker perform, and then they just gave her this scholarship so that she could go to the college. So mm-hmm. she didn't really have to apply. She just kind of got in um, because her music... It's just so... That's insane. Good. Like, I, I know I've heard that sort of story before, but, like, mm-hmm. imagine being so good that you're just like, hey, listen to this, and they're like, how much do you need? Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we... Yeah, it's just... <laughs> it's just wild. Um, but, yeah, I am going to play a song by them. Um, Which one? I think I might play Not but I'm going to play it a live version so that we can watch a little video as it's going. We don't also have to play the whole thing if we don't have time. No, I'm sure um, it'll be fine. This is from their latest album, Two Hands, and it's a good little song. It's called, well, not little song. It's a great song. It's called <laughs> Not, and it's live at the current. No. 
<laughs> I've never watched that video, but um, it was very ethereal. Yeah, more so than what I anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, that the, was a really nice version of that song. It, like as soon as it started, you said too. It was um, like the reverb in the studio. It just made it m- so much more like like, like ghostly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you can really hear Adrian Lenker's voice is just like so beautiful and haunting and special and. Um, it's just like wonderful to listen to it. Um, and the one thing that watching that video really reminded me of is when they play live, like they're kind of sitting in a circle in this video. Everyone stares so intently at Andrea and Lenker and being oh, like, yeah, she's in charge. Like, and like, let's, what do we do now? Okay. We're going to the next, next part. Cause sometimes she'll like change up the timing or a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's incredible to watch this, um, performance if you ever get a chance to go and see big thief or you're listening to their albums really would recommend it um they're coming to toronto in like july so i would recommend going to that show and i've talked about big thief for a while i just can't get over that video no it's really i was great. in awe that whole time <laughs> it's a really nice version of that song anyway please listen to them they are really good yeah no, that was awesome, though. I like, yeah, I, I haven't spent as much time listening. Well, I have, but not like, sorry, exploring uh, more information about Big Thief. So that was mm-hmm. really cool to know. Um, cool. What's your next thing? Uh, my second thing um, is uh, defunct is the wrong word, but I can't think of the word when something has stopped. Um, it's a it's a web comic called A Softer World. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so this is a webcomic that was, um, if you go to, it's, it's still, it's still available. You can still go to the website. It's a softerworld.com, all one word. Um, this is a, this is a webcomic that, um, it's a three panel webcomic that was made by Emily Horn and Joey Como. Um, they, uh, they kind of collaborated in this weird, um, humorous and, and sometimes like oddly existential at times or, or very dark um, three panel comic series um, where they would take pictures. Emily Horn is, uh, to my knowledge, um, and I very, very much embarrassed myself in front of them one time when I was like, oh, you're the one that takes pictures and you're the one that writes stuff. And they were like, yeah, but like we, we do both. And I was like, oh, no, what have I done? <laughs> um, but <laughs> um, but Emily Horn is is... I wouldn't say primarily. She, 
they're very much more of a photographer to my knowledge like that's that's more of their craft not necessarily they take the lead but that's absolutely more of their craft um and joey como writes a lot of different stories um and he has a he has um uh, a couple novels I, I don't know how easy they are to find anymore there's one called the lockpick pornography um there was one i can't remember what the other one was called it was basically horror stories but also like very like sexual at the same time and that like that that novel i read and i don't know if i still have it that one was a wild ride um one of his favorites one of my favorites that he's done separately um is called oh what is it called where is it we are become pals um oh yeah but all this information is just they're just great emily horn i follow her on twitter and she she doesn't post a lot but it's very like you can immediately tell who the type of person that they are um and i really enjoy both of them and i met them and they're really great and that's 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 about that about that but the okay, web <laughs> but the webcomic itself so it's generally a three panel comic it's either um a single picture that they um go left to right um and that's the three panels or they might zoom in or out to kind of create like the first panel is super zoomed in and they might zoom out or it might be different pictures altogether um but it, like there's no real continuity it's just these different kind of concepts um and the the best way is for me to kind of just find different comics to kind of read um the 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 pictures about them they're very they're very they're very unique and they're i, I believe they're they're film like 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 30 35 millimeter film mm. is that why you got into that uh not specifically but mm. i did want physical um, and it was something like my dad always was super well my mom too like they were both super into having physical pictures mm-hmm. and when even when things got digital um like my dad was kind of nuts about taking pictures so like he has so many pictures that are not of consequence but it was like a thing that like pictures you need to have so he he always kept that um and that's like essentially why i got into it because both my parents were super into it and i just um i have always had a thing for film and i'll probably talk about that one time too like uh, film cameras i had a diana mini um that took awkward pictures because they were like cubes mm-hmm. um and it was it was nobody had a film camera, so I would just whip out this camera and it had a huge flash, and I would take a picture, and then I would be like, "I'm sorry, it's film. I can't delete it. Also, you'll probably won't see it for a month. Mm-hmm. Sorry." Um, and I only assaulted my friends with uh, fo- 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 uh, photography like that um, when I knew that it would be appropriate. And I, I never really did that for to strangers. And if I was going to, I would be like, "Hey, I like to take pictures," and they're like, "Oh, okay, that's cool. Like, I, th- I'm okay with that." And I'll be like, "Great." And then I would immediately take a picture of them without them knowing. Mm-hmm. It, it would be that kind of thing. Anyways, this webcomic, A Softer World. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's just the the kind of tone that they they have with the with these comics, um, and they're they're just so unique and and so dark, but it, it kind of like still makes you laugh. Um, one. One, it, one was just like it, it was so it was such a weird concept but I loved it so much um, one was um, you know what I'm tired of being dinosaurs let's be asteroids and that was it and it was just like well yeah it's, it sounds silly and it sounds weird but it's it's such like a 
Like, if you really give it thought, it's like, yeah, sure, that's just like really goofy and and whatnot. Um, but it's it to me, there's just it it can have depth, and it doesn't have to, and that's great. Um, or this other one, there will always be someone better than you, but on the bright side, who cares? Mm-hmm. Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side, and it's it's just like it, it's 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 like. There's a concept that I learned from those that web series, um, like nihilistic optimism. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Kurzgesagt, Kur- Kur- mm-hmm. and they did a whole thing on nihilistic optimism. It's a really great video, actually. It's only seven minutes. You should watch it. Um, um, but like this, kind of like captures that very well. It's like, yeah, there are, there are bad things, and there are like bad things to kind of get you down. But like, that's that's kind of just what life is. Mm-hmm. Um, and like like this one is like this one is kind of cute and then it gets like stupid funny where it, like like silly funny where it's like i don't know what the f true love is but i do want to hang out with you basically for the rest of my life and it's like that's Aww, great and that's then cute. if you click on the the comics on them they always have like kind of like a separate punchline and for that one it's like let's hang out to death and it's like yeah of course <laughs> or like you know this one, this one's a great like picture of um, like trees changing color in autumn, and it's, it just says "Good morning." Today's a brand new day. Let's see if it does any good. Hmm. And it just, it's so it's so like it's something about that kind of like imagery or, or or like provocation of thought. And I don't want to sound so like holier than thou or like get super philosophical, but it's like it just it just seems it seems to ground a lot of like unrestrained optimism but it seems to like it's it 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 shows you the reality but it's like yeah why 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 do you have to like sure things suck but why does it have to suck like Mm -hmm. um what another favorite this one's (laughs) uh this one i don't know if i can find very quickly so i'm gonna do my best for memory um it was like hey there was probably swearing in it too, but it was like, "Hey, I don't care what any of y'all said. None of you be." Um, uh, so, oh, no, it was something about the beginning. It was something about him being arrested for being a bank robber, uh-huh. and he was like, "I don't care. You can look at me all you want. None of y'all became astronauts." And it was just like that's it's so it's so like liberating to be like, "Yeah, do it, like sure, know the consequences, but like yeah, sometimes you don't live up to your dreams, but like." He wanted to be a bank robber. Mm-hmm. Or like there was, there was another one too. It's kind of in that same vein where it was like, it, it was a kind of a shot of people walking towards like a very kind of like ornate or mu- like museum type building. Um, and it was like, hey, you know, if you still want to back out, that's completely fine. But these packed lunches are for bank robbers only. And it was like, it's just so great. It's and it's like it's that's really all I have to say about it. There's not more. I'm gonna read a couple more because um, I used a lot of them for Facebook banners or whatever. Because I I don't regret it, but it was like yeah, that's that's me. And then nobody cared and nobody liked them, but it was like that's for me. Um, and that's really what it was. Oh, that's what a Facebook whatever. It's yeah, called exactly. Is for anyway, no like really um, gonna... when somebody says I don't read, the flirting is over. And then if you click the picture, it says and the hunt begins. <laughs> um but yeah it, it it started in 2003 um and they they 
published a few books, like a few collection of books. They did, I believe they did four collections, and then the last book that they did didn't like finalize the collection. They were just, they kind of like put in like some of their favorites, some of the best, uh, and some they didn't actually put on the website, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, when was this done? Um, I don't remember when the last one was, and I can't find a date on this website, and I don't want to go into it too much. Um, but the last one, I really enjoy. Um, sometimes they do, like, series, so they actually do have continuity with some, and they'll do, like, a whole page of, of different, um, ones. Um, this one is a set of six, um, and it kind of just shows, like, a mountainous landscape with kind of mist rolling over it, and, and, like, a river in between. The sun is shining, and the birds are singing, and because today is the very last day, they will sing forever. And it was the last comic they did. And it was like, guys, come on. Yeah. You don't have to go so hard. Um, and clicking the picture, listen while you can. It's like, g- come on, guys. Yeah. It's very, it's very like sentimental and somber. And it's, it's, it's supposed to make you like they've, they've almost described it as such. Like it's supposed to make you feel sad while feeling a variety of other emotions. Um, so on the last, on the last one as well, I'll, I'll quickly finish up. Um, Emily Horn stated, you know, I think the mere fact that Joey and I, uh, have been able to make this comic and reach out to readers and work together on this one project for 12 whole years. So 2015, um, makes this the best possible timeline. And then Joey wrote, Emily and I started a software world in 2003, and it has been so much fun and so wonderful working on the comic together, making friends in other comic crea- with other comic creators and readers. Today is the last day of the comic, but tomorrow someone will find these archives and read each comic with fresh eyes. I like that idea. This comic will still be here. And it's just like, That's really- guys, yeah. you can't do this. It's just, it's so good. And I haven't revisited a software world in a very long time. Um, but like when I found out about them, it was like a daily, like not obsession, but it was like, I needed to know, I needed to know what their new, what the new comic was. I needed, like, it was, I consumed every bit of it. Um, but yeah, a softer world. Please go look at it. It is very incredible. Yeah. What's your last thing? That's awesome. Um, I will make a quick note that before we move on, even though I'm running out of time, (laughs) that I do like that we have our own little, a softer world maker in our yes. on our fridge that has three little panels that you can put pictures in and a bunch of captiony things that our friends have come over and made weird captions that we haven't changed since three since years. I get started yeah three years ago we've kept them the same and there are no pictures so we're not really using it to the fullest of its potential but I do like those little comics I think they're very nice thank you for talking about them. you're welcome one last thing because this is actually my favorite one it's time to make yourself proud and everybody else a little nervous. It's, it's, so, it's so good. Yeah. Anyways, please go on your next thing before I... Um, yeah. My next thing actually is fine that I don't have that much time because it's something that I love and that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. But also, it's hard to talk about it for a long time. I think. I don't know. We'll see how long I want to talk Let's about go. it Let's go. Let's party. Um, my thing is painting. Okay. Yeah. Um. I really like to paint. I haven't been painting as much recently because it's a lot of effort to a get out all the supplies, b have the canvas. Like this is really why we need a bigger apartment. Eh? Yeah, to just have it always out to have a space dedicated. Yeah, like mm. even if it's just a corner with like an easel, like we don't have an easel, and it's really hard to paint on like a flat surface. Don't you have an easel? 
Yeah, but it's at my parents' house and it's too big. And it's not too big. There are so many things in our apartment that are too big. What is one more? I don't know. It's probably too big. But yeah. anyways, continue. Um. So, yeah, but painting is just like something that I really enjoy. I find it very relaxing and um, nice. And I like painting um, with acrylic mainly, but I also have delved into watercolors a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I have also tried oil one time and oil is... Not a fun thing to paint with. (laughs) Um, What did you paint with oil? It was back when I lived at home. I was like, it was right when I got that easel because Uh, it came with a bunch of acrylic watercolor Uh, and oil paint. So I was like, I'm going to paint this. And then my dad was like, okay, I'll go get out the whatever oil. Oh, um, it's, it's not washer. It's paint thinner. Yeah, paint thinner. He's like, I'll go get the paint thinner for when you're done. Yeah, <laughs> it's I like, understand. He's like, if you get that on anything, it's stained forever. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm never using oil again <laughs> because I'm a very messy painter. And well, you just I, need like a full, well, I was going to say bib, a giant bib, but it's you just need an apron. You need a full body apron. Yeah, but I like being in my sweatpants and a comfy t-shirt and painting. Um, and oil is really just not for me. I like the mm-hmm. flexibility of a acrylic and watercolor and the fact that both of them you can sort of wash them away they come out of your clothes that kind of thing makes me feel more confident in using <laughs> it um, as a medium but yeah um i've painted a majority a lot uh, a majority of things so, which, is, which is the farthest thing from truth um i have painted a lot of things i've painted portraits of Brendan and I. I've painted my yeah. D&D characters. Yeah. I have painted some kind of landscapes. Um, <laughs> I also painted... Um, this is actually... You painted Maggie I did, and Appa. I did paint Maggie and Appa. I and still, not Momo. I know. I still need to paint Momo. That's something on my list, along with you this other it... really embarrassing thing that I'm about to say. Oh. And the fact that when we moved in three years ago, I started painting this set of drawers for our apartment. Um, <laughs> and they're all themed on different TV shows that Brennan and I really liked at the time, which was three years ago. Um, and that we still like. Yeah. So, no, but, but three years ago, you had three of the five drawers painted. This, yes, I'm, I'm saying it. Okay. Three years ago, I had three of the five painted i also had a fourth one almost done um mm-hmm. it just needed a few finishing touches and then the veneer on it and then one that was completely unfinished not even touched um those two drawers are still at my parents house um haven't touched them haven't looked at them in three years um and like the one's almost done i could go back into it but it's like the distance from when i did that i haven't been practicing painting as much and i'm afraid of going back to mm. it and then like trying to fix up these like small details cuz it's really like the faces that need some cleaning up um it's like an over the garden wall drawer yeah. uh, if you've seen that show i recommended it previously so hopefully you've checked it out um but yeah so i did that and Man, it's it's hard. Like I'm nervous to go back to it, but I really want those drawers. Yeah, yeah. like we and currently also, have it. We have a three. We literally have a dresser drawer with three out of five shelves, yeah. and I don't have any of those. Yeah, I mean, you could get a different dresser, but you know that's besides the point. Um, the other thing about it is that, like, I, um, yeah, those turned out really well. I'm just like nervous about this 
turning out weird. And then I'm also more nervous about starting a completely new drawer because those other drawers took me like a really long time. When I lived at home, I would do it like every night after work for a few hours. And so I made progress on them slowly but surely, but it took me a long time. And so taking on another project like that, something I'm not really into. And that's, which is hard because like I love to paint, but I just never have the time to really, I need like a solid like five, six hour block. Yeah. To start a painting. Um, because if I don't finish it, then I may happen. never finish it. Yeah. That's the problem with painting. And well um, and that, that that's like coupled with like if you if you had the space for it, it would be much easier to just be like, Oh, I'm just yeah. going to like throw yeah. in half an hour into this painting rather than yeah. taking the half hour to almost prepare and then the disassemble, which you have to plan for. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I don't want to do this anymore. Or in the case of the drawers, the 40-minute drive yeah. and then setting it up there and half the paints are bags. They've been in the basement. It's cold and mm-hmm. they all get crusty. Anyway, you know, it's an ordeal, but I still really love to paint. Um, I also love... Um, I just wanted to also talk about quickly... Um, doing like paint nights with friends because it was our friend's birthday Allie um, you remember Allie you voted for her yeah to be the new host Brennan is still here for some reason um, Allie didn't take Allie didn't show up <laughs> she's got to show up for uh, work <laughs> Allie and yeah so it was Allie's birthday and a couple of years ago we also did a paint night with her and Kimmy and, and Paint night is Nicole. a very... I don't know what I'm saying. The last time we did a paint night for Allie's birthday, which was a couple weekends ago. Um, sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. Um, That was actually a paint night because it was at night. The time before that, it was in the daytime. But basically... What? That distinction doesn't matter. Right. I'm making a funny quip. Okay. Well, all you got to interrupt my funnies. <laughs> sorry. Continue. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we did this paint night, and basically, in general, you can just go on to YouTube, find a paint night tutorial, um, look up a little video, and... Make sure they're not cheating. It's impossible to follow along in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. The person's a magician, okay? Anytime they're like, ah, oh, just, like, do this random stroke, and there you go, you've got a tree, it's like, no, But no. it's al- it's also, like, I feel like it's like those five-minute craft videos on, like facebook where it's clearly something's wrong or they're doing steps that they're not showing you yeah, like they but, might have sketched a little bit onto the canvas so they know where you're they're painting yeah. and we start it and we're like huh i don't yeah. have guidelines but the other thing is is that like if you are an actual artist and you practice all the time obviously you're going to be better at it so you can't really judge yourself to those standards but yes it is hard not to when they just whip out this but like it, sweet painting but but it, you're right but I'm not saying judging them based on their skill. I'm saying judging them based on the preparation that they do that we do not see. Yeah, but that's, To be able to do this in 10 minutes where it's like we have to pause the video and be like, well, I guess we're mixing colors that he didn't tell us to do except for this moment we started to do it. Yeah, and that's obviously a part of it. But I feel like I just general, wanted to cl- I just wanted to make that distinction. Yes, well, cause... we have to go. But I'm just... okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying painting is really fun. I guess I had more things to say about it than I had thought. That's um, good. But yeah, it's great. Paint nights are fun. Do it with your friends. Go out and do a paint night. They also do those. Yeah, I really like painting too. It's really great. It's fun. But yeah, as per usual, Matt Campbell, I love you. Thanks for providing our background music. Uh, we're going to leave you off with uh, more uh, Last Universal Common Ancestor or Luca. Um, find them on Bandcamp. Uh, it's, this is a song called Sugar. Oh, no, it's called Poor. Yeah, I was doing Poor. Sorry. Um, Have a good night. I love you. Bye.